Hi everybody, welcome to the Protective Aloha podcast. This is your host, Ilna. Thank you for joining me today. I know that everyone's exhausted from the Christmas holiday. I know I am. So I hope that everyone is taking the time to rest and really collect themselves from the chaos that um, Christmas brings sometimes. It is definitely a place of, of love and sharing and giving. I had a great holiday, but I also know it can bring stress chaos and for some even worse so um i hope that now you are feeling some relief in knowing that that is um that came and we appreciate it and it's gonna go and we appreciate that as well and now we just anticipate it for the next year so good job on making it out through alive you guys um really be grateful for all of that um, today I want to talk about why the podcast is called The Productive Floja. Uh, I have a, more than just a clever oxymoron. Um, uh, it was perfect because it's kind of how I got here. Um, I got here by not doing much that required work or work for me, that is. I grew up being called uh, a floja. I I know that not everybody likes to clean, but at least you know people do it, and they're like, "Well, we have to do it. Let's clean." And there is no ifs and uh, uh you know, uh, ifs or or knows about it, whatever the hell. Like people just clean. There's no tantrums. People just clean, which is the way it's supposed to be. Um, but I personally hated cleaning. It was a tantrum every time my mom asked me to clean. It's a tantrum now as an adult whenever I have to clean I get mad at myself um I'm allergic to it anyway I sneeze with the dust at you <laughs> um my husband makes fun of me he's like oh my gosh you're over here acting like you're allergic to cleaning but no it's just me having to clean the dust off a little bit sooner than I should have um okay that's enough of my um <laughs> of my nasty side there uh, but you get the picture I was you know I was a floor and I thought that I was going to mature into this woman, right? Or at least when I became a mom, that I was going to be like, all right, you know, cleaning is just what we have to do, everybody. No, I still don't like it. And I have to make it a point to say, Hilda, come on, time to clean or my husband will do it. Um, luckily, I'm very grace, grace with the husband that actually, um, doesn't mind cleaning as much as I do so he will do a very good job at a telling me that I have to clean and b he will help me so um I'm very very lucky um because you know I grew up very fortunate you know my mother was a housewife so she took care of most of the loads then I have three older sisters so they helped us as well um so I basically got through life just doing the bare minimum just enough to not get yelled at if you will um I'm not proud okay but I'm just being honest um as I got older I you know I thought okay you know I'm going to have a plan or I'm going to have ambition or passion. And no, the laziness still was heavier than anything else. I then got older 
and I had children and I was still looking for something. I wanted either motivation to go back to school or I wanted motivation to do something because I I had nothing going on. Um, I want to say that it was about three years after my mom passed away that I really had this light bulb go off, if you will. And this light bulb went off and it really uh, prompted me to go on to my, you know, spiritual journey, which is kind of what's been going on ever since and how it brought me to this podcast. And in the beginning of that journey, I had discovered Esther Hicks, who channeled Abraham Hicks. And Esther Hicks is a speaker, and she's also an author, who channels this entity, if you will, that is source, uh, that she calls source energy. Source energy being the universe, or uh, connecting to God, connecting to the light, uh, any of those, right? Uh, She explains that we're all connected to source energy, and that uh, if we allowed ourselves to continuously feel good to source energy, that we will always be happy, right? We will always be near the light with God, and that when we don't, we are pinching ourselves off of source energy. And when we don't have source energy, that's when we experience the bad because we are not motivated, inspired, etc. Uh, once I discovered her, I really wanted to go in deeper into, ooh, well, how does this happen? I had questions like, well, I am perfect, you know, um, uh, perfectly fine with, you know, having to be happy all the time. Uh, she says that we, when how we know that we are connected to source energy is by using our emotions on how we feel. If you are feeling good, that's when you are connected to source energy. That is when you are connected to God. That is when you are connected to the universe. And that's why you feel happy because you're going in the direction. You're going in the flow of what is supposed to happen and to be. Um, In addition, right, what you give is what you get. She believes in the law of attraction. And in this universal law of attraction, if you are giving out good, good is going to come back. If you give out, um, uh, you know, expectations of goodness, and guess what? Goodness are going to come back. Now... I started questioning, well, why do we have bad stuff happen? You know, it's it's kind of impossible to feel good all the time, you know, realistically speaking, at least for me. And so she talks about this thing called the contrast. The contrast is basically the bad stuff that happens. It's the opposite, right, of the good. And when we experience the bad stuff, it's because we are manifesting from fear. We are attracting it from fear. And but, but although we are attracting it from fear, the minute that we stop 
and think, oops, I am coming from a place of fear. I need to relax. I need to open up my heart and combat that with love. Then we go ahead and we experience the other side of that, which is love. And that's why we need the contrast. Because in order to feel the love sometimes, because love is the way we must experience the bad and sometimes we don't listen to the universe we don't listen to god unless we kind of force him to right put something in our way in order for us to listen to him and most of the time it's through lessons tough lessons most of the time when people have have experienced their enlightenments their most beautiful moments is is from the moments of despair from the moments of sadness from the moments of surrender from no longer having any other option right from then then just falling to the ground and looking up and that's the only way you can look up from here on out right up and onward um so that's when you need to realize that the bad is good, that the bad is not necessarily bad because the bad teaches us how to get the good, hold the good, appreciate the good, and create more good. And I am a walking, living <clears throat> example that bad can be turned into good. And, 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 and I'm saying this because I have gone through a lot of bad um, as a child into, you know, uh, uh, a teen and now an adult. When I really started practicing this, um, I really started being okay with the bad stuff happening, if you will, because I started seeing it as a different light, just kind of the way that I described it. And um, I started seeing this world as an even playing field, that this world was all just, you know, mental. And I thought, you know, all of us have the same, you know, mind and brain and no one has two brains no one has two minds then if i can learn to master and uh, take you know a hold of my mind and my my thoughts then i can be right there along with everyone else who is experiencing life the way that they want to instead of how life you know deals them uh, the cards with if you will how the cards are dealt with for them in life there you go. That sounds a little bit better. <laughs> um, so, uh, yes, I, I, I started also uh, re- replaying some of the mantras. One of my favorite mantras that I discovered through Abraham was that things are always working out for me. Oh, you, I know that you guys have heard me say it multiple times on my Instagram, but that's because I truly stand by this mantra. This mantra brought me to a neutral point when I couldn't force myself to feel good, but I didn't want to feel bad anymore. This brought me to at least a little bit of a relief point for uh, for me to move forward. And, and, and let me repeat that once again. Things are always working out for me. And it works because it's true. 
things are always working out for me. Things are always working out for you too. You might not think they're working out for you because that's how you view it. But believe it or not, things are always working out for you. And things are always going to work out for you in your favor if you truly believe that they are. That you start drifting away from things working out for you in a bad way, if you will. And they will start shifting towards things working out for you in a good way. And that's something that no one can tell you how to do. You have to feel your way into that. Um, so what do we do? How do we feel good? Or how do we, what practices can we do to, to feel good, right? If feeling good is the way to happiness, if feeling good is the way to manifesting what we want, how do we get there, especially when we're going through a full-blown pandemic, you know? Well, we go inward. We go inside of us. We're humans and we can only think logically when we're living our human life. So when we're living our human life and we don't find our answers there, then we must go inward into our intuition, into our heart, into our guidance system. Oh, I have not talked about our guidance system enough. Our guidance system is what maneuvers us, what takes over the wheel that we are trying so hard to to dictate on where to go. It takes over, right? And we it takes over while we release the need to take control. When we release the need to take control, then it could step in and to do its job. But it can't step in when you're too busy thinking from fear. It can't step in when you're too busy filling your mind with thoughts of negativity. It can't even step in when you're thinking of thoughts from positivity sometimes. Because sometimes we're forcing positive thoughts on us. It comes in silence. Intuition comes in being in silence, in the quietness of your mind. When we remove the chaos that is around us, when we turn off the TV, when we turn off the radio, when we shut off what everybody is telling us on the outside world, mom, dad, friends, work, all of that, when we shut all that off and we sit still on our own, to clear our minds, that's when we get our intuition to speak to us and to tell us what to do next. And this is where being a productive floha came in for me. When I wanted to practice the law of attraction, I realized that it required me to sit down and meditate because my mind was only working from a logical standpoint and I needed to work from from an intuitive standpoint. And when I started meditating, and it took time, this wasn't overnight, I had to practice and I'm still not where I want to be. I've experienced some pretty crazy stuff in my meditation, but nothing I'm sure um, that I'm even capable of doing. I, I'm excited for my meditation journey to expand. But anyway, um, uh, in my meditation, I started getting, I silenced myself enough to start getting ideas 
ideas that were inspiring for me, ideas that were motivating for me. And these ideas, when I would take action on them, they were not work at all because I wanted to do it. So this is why they say if you do what you love, right, then you don't have to spend the day working at all or it's not work if you're doing what you love. I think it sounds a little bit different than that, but you know what I mean? Okay, this is what they mean. When I now am taking these actions, it might seem like work to other people. Like, oh, she has to do all that. She has to, you know, write. She has to do this. She has to go to school or she has to take classes. That's work. That's What do you mean you didn't take any work? Yeah, you did it. Yeah, I did it, but I didn't care. It didn't feel like work to me. This is why I'm being a productive floha. All I have to do is sit there meditate, listen to music, guided meditation, just quiet my mind. And I'm get and I get all of this in return. Shit, sign me up. I want in on that. That's how I became a productive floha. Because in my meditation, I dropped all of those limited beliefs that I had that, oh, that's not for me, or I can't be there. I can't, there's no I can't or I can in silence. There's nothing. And in that, I dropped these walls. I dropped everything and I'm vulnerable and I'm naked to the point that God comes in and gives me what I need to see, what I need to hear, what I need to do to move forward to doing what I absolutely love. And when I follow these intuitions like tiny breadcrumbs of direction, they lead me to beautiful destinations. Like this podcast is one of my favorite destinations. Okay, and I would not have gotten here if I had not silenced my mind enough to get the, the urge, the, the feel, the love, the intuition, the whatever it is you want to call it, to do it. And in that, all I had to do was to be happy. When we're laughing, same thing. We're darkening resistance. There's no thinking when you're laughing. You're just laughing. You're feeling joy. Boom. That's when you get more uh, 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 good stuff coming to you. The happier you are, the more goodness will come in. It's amazing. All you have to do is feel joy and you get what you want. What? I, I drilled it so much into my mind that it, now that's exactly what I do. What's really cool is that we're moving into this new earth, whether you feel it or not. Actually, I'm sure you feel it. Everyone's feeling it. This new earth that's coming is all about using the feminine energy. It's Mother Gaia who is guiding us. And this feminine energy is all about caretaking for ourselves it's all about using love and calmness and 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 before we were all about the masculine which is all about work and logic and 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 toughness and you know which is fine we actually need both we need both the feminine energy and the masculine energy in order for us to uh, co-create whatever it is that we desire 
Either way, the only way to channel any of this is through uh, meditation, okay? And meditation is just you setting time aside to focus on nothing, you know, on but you're breathing until you sit there and you forget that you are here, ultimately, right? That you're here as a human and that you're here as a soul. A soul has... A soul that has been brought to earth to just come in, make it a better place, and move forward. Sorry, I can't seem to talk today. I'm so excited, apparently. Um, when we meditate, we become so calm and undistracted that we begin to feel these pulls. And these pulls are going to take you into action and will motivate you to move forward. So relax. Feel some relief in the knowing that, you know, you don't have to work to get anything. You don't have to, you don't, you could take a million action just because you think you have to and you will not get as far as you would if you were to take motivated action, inspired action. We need to work smarter, not harder. Isn't that what they say? Well, I think this is what they're talking about. When you're taking a step, when you're making movidas from a place of of love of looking to expand and grow from looking to be a better person, right? That's when your movidas make the biggest leaps. That's when your movidas move you forward that much quicker. You can take all the action you want, you know, because you think you should. And yeah, you you might move forward, but you're going to be so tired the whole way through. Because you're making something happen without there being some type of, you know, a source engine behind it. Just take it easy. Flow with the world. There's no reason to go against the current when you can just go with the current. You just have to find what current you want to go on and let yourself be free. It's beautiful. Especially because when you go towards this direction, even the ugly is beautiful. And that's amazing. Okay, I hope that this uh, was helpful. I hope that you guys enjoyed it. I hope that this explained how being, you know, a productive loja, you know, came about for me. There is... um, there's no formula designated just, you know, for one formula for everybody, right? But there is a formula just for you. And you won't discover your formula, if you will, or your life roadmap if you don't learn to look within yourself to see what you have packaged inside of you unload your tools of knowing unload your tools of um that are in your heart and and you'll come to see that you'll be able to construct beautiful things 
today and every day. All right, that's it. Thank you for joining me. Much love. Besos a todos. I'm out. Your productive floha is out. All right, bye guys.